Hey, we are back online, and my goodness, am I glad to be back. This is Boris, and I am standing in Big Jaw's loft, opposite Big Jaw. It's season two of Boris and Big Jaw's Lofty Ideas. Welcome back. How are you doing, Big Jaw? I'm alright, actually. Yeah, not too bad. It's not too bad. Things are going well, actually. Like, yeah? Yeah, do you Things know? are looking up? Yeah. You're, uh, have you changed your sort of miserable tones of last season? Well... Things got tough last season. Yeah. Let's be honest, lost my job. Yeah, that was we, tough. No one celebrates that. No. Well, you, you had things to celebrate about that because you had more time and we could record more Boris and Big Joe, but now, now you've to have a break because you've had something to do with your life. I've got to do stuff. Yeah. Um, so you got a job. Got a job, that's good. Uh, also, I asked another human being to marry me. <laughs> that, that, that is not something you do very often. No, that's I right. Hope, I hope. Um, she's a lovely girl. Yeah. And now I, I get a mate with her. You get to mate with her. I found <laughs> another human to mate with. Yeah? To procreate with. <laughs> yeah. Is that the plan? You know, no one... Let's is that... Is it, did, you, did you sort of... Is that part of how you asked her? Yeah. Part I of the said, invitation? I looked at her and I said, Will you mate with me? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, amazingly, I would say, she said yes. Hmm. Well, she did. Well, I had my hand over her mouth and I said yes in her voice. Oh, yeah. But it's the same thing, isn't it? it I mean, it's very much... Similar, yeah. True. You, you had to no gaffer tape used. Just put a hand over her mouth and yeah. said yes. Absolutely right. You don't want to need, you don't want to cause pain. Well, that's impressive that she said yes. Yeah. So that's good news. Also, other good news. I yeah. uh, you know that fantasy book I I, I started writing. Oh, you know, yeah, trilogy yeah. seller. Oh yeah, yeah. I sold the rights to a film company, didn't I? Oh my goodness. Yeah, what so, summer you've had? So they basically call me up. They go, uh, oh yeah, all right. I go, well, yeah. that's a good way to start. Yeah, and I, and I go, not not too bad. Yeah, yeah. you okay? And they go, yeah, yeah good, yeah. And I said, oh, um, what's happening there? They said, oh, we really like it. Mm. Can we can we buy the rights to it? I go, yeah, right. Mm. And that's the end of the story. Right, well, that's a, that was the most interesting thing. <laughs> I thought, I thought this story, I mean, Alex can tell a story, Big Jaw can tell a story with the best of them. So I was thinking, where's this going to go? But it's just basically like, they said this, I said that, that's it. And that's it. That's, yeah. There's no glamour there, that's what I'm saying. There's no Down sort of... Down to earth. Yeah, there's no sort of, oh, and then I met him on Covent Garden and Hugh Grant was licking my toenails. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen. A bit like the other day, I went I went into a news agent, so I thought... When oh, Hugh Grant was there licking your toenails? No, 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 I just went into a news agent, so I wanted to get, um, you know, the eye, the independent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For so, the intelligent man. Yeah, yeah, but the but the eye for the slightly less intelligent man. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Because yeah. it's just much of a quick read, isn't it? Yeah, so I went in and I thought... I'm going to buy the eye, and um, I just I just bought I just bought it and then left the shop. <laughs> that's that's my story to rival your. Hold on, you can't rival that. Even though mine was presented as dull, I sold <laughs> a book that I've written to a film company, yeah. and that's a little bit bigger than I went to a shop and bought a paper. Yeah, but I went in there with the specific intention of buying the paper, and then delivered on that. Also, because, okay, so you're more intentional about buying that yeah. than I was. You didn't know you were going to sell a film, did you? No, that's they, actually... they phoned you. Yeah, they... I was on the front foot with my newspaper. <laughs> I, went, I went, they, hey, played for and got. They call you the front footer. They do, yeah. That's all over YouTube. They call you the two footer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. That's true. The leg breaker. So we're back. We're back. How good does it feel to be back? It you feels know, really good. So, no, let's, uh, come on, let's appease the taste of the fan. All right, okay. We've got we've got some fans. They've they've been they've been building, and some of them have been getting hungry for more, haven't they? Oh yeah, some are getting really hungry, hungry than uh, a hippo that's been fasting for a thousand days. <laughs> um, so yeah. here we go. Uh, got a tweet in. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just going to read this to you. I'm going to read it to you as if 
you're in a pub and you, you're sitting there with your mates mm. and um, I'm, I'm one of those mates and I just go uh, hey <laughs> thanks for following me yeah. I am a fan of your heads <laughs> who said that? Barry McBarry is that his name? well his Twitter handle is at Barry McBarry oh my goodness Barry McBarry it could be I mean that could be a name couldn't it? It could be. Is it a made-up name or a well, an actual name? I'm not sure, but I will say this for him. His, um, his, his photo, which I'm just sadly and unorganised looking at now for the first time <laughs> of my life, I'm just sharing it with Luke. His what photo on Twitter is, and I'm just going to hazard a guess here, he's taken a doll's head, placed it on top of two doll's legs, so there's no torso, <laughs> put a firework on the outside of it, and set it alight. Hey, we all do it. We all do it. <laughs> <laughs> Barry McBarry. This guy's got problems. Is that literally a firework? Yeah, it's a firework. I thought it was right a bit of tinsel. I think, I think he's fireworked oh, it up. Is it, there's, a, there's an arm coming out of her eye socket. <laughs> this doll. This, <laughs> let's be fair, this doll has seen better days. There you is You want to get arm. yourself on Twitter and start following at Barry McBarry. I want to I grab at Barry McBarry, take him to a coffee shop and just do this. Mate... Let me just start with this. You've created something with an arm coming out of its eye socket. Oh, my word. Is everything all right? That's what I'll ask him. I've created a monster. Barry. Nobody wants the Marshall anymore. I got evil inside me. It wants some walking around money. Oh, this, this boy is off his teeth. He's... he's uh, anyway, that's one fan. Yeah, anyway, that's one fan hey, who likes but, our heads. But I think, yeah. to a piece of fans, yeah. Luke, my friend, Boris. Yeah. How are you feeling, man? Because let me just interject before you answer. Yeah. We started this podcast. You were doing all right. Yeah, I was, I was all right, yeah. And then we continued this podcast. You had a few stomach pains. Yeah. And, and a constipation. Yeah. And we continued this, this podcast. Then you had bowel cancer. Yeah, that was a, that was a surprising downturn for my life. Yeah, <laughs> abs- absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and then you had chemo. Yeah. Which I, I, I've been told it's not the best laugh. Yeah, it's true. It's not a walk in the park. No, and now, unless that walk in the park involves six months of sort of continual pain and exhaustion. Hi there. If it, but unless it doesn't, if it doesn't include that, then it's different to a walk in the park. Well, hello there, uh, and welcome to Chemo Park. Oh, it's brilliant to be here. Hold on, what park? Too late, the gates have shut. <laughs> That's it. There's just the beast of Bodmin Moor walking around. <laughs> Eating toddlers. <laughs> it's not a good place to be. I wouldn't recommend it, but... Anyway, so the point is... You're off chemo. Yeah, I've finished chemo now. Six months. Done. Dusted. Feels good. But in a funny sort of way, it's kind of weird when you finish, because you like you gear up for each chemo, and you're kind of like full of adrenaline, and you're ready for the next one. And it's like a battle almost, and it hits you physically, and it knocks you down, and then you get back up again, like chumba-wumba. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, it's all finished, and you're like, oh... What do I do now? So what I found myself almost missing it, but I didn't actually. I don't actually miss it. Do you know what I mean? But a part of me was like, oh, yeah, because he's not got any poison going into my face. <laughs> so that's when I started uh, using heroin. And, uh, I've never, I've never looked back. <laughs> to everyone who's listening this for the first time, uh, my friend here, Boris Luke Smith, has never done heroin, and he does not encourage you <laughs> no. to even think of doing it. Heroin's bad, okay? But what do you do now? What do I, what do, what do I do? I mean, that's the question. Isn't it? Yeah, that's what well, a lot of us are thinking. Yeah, what well, do you do now? Where now for man finished by chemo? Um, 
Uh, what do I do now? I, uh, well, I've got another operation. Because uh, you look forward to that. I'm looking forward to it in the sense that I want to get on with the next thing. I'm not looking forward to be having my stomach sliced open. Nor. And then <laughs> my insides sewn back together again. Uh, and then being stapled up the middle again. I'm not particularly looking forward to that. Yeah. Had, uh, last time I had 56 staples in my stomach. Actual staples. And they had to pull them out. Let you would have re- loved it. Let me respond to that with a question. Yeah. Have you ever been out in Merthyr? <laughs> or is that how people end it? That's how people have a good night. That's a great night. If you don't come back with more than 56 <laughs> staples, or at least 56 staples up here, then, you know, you've not really had a good time. 56, great night. 45, average. 32, you may as well stay in the house. <laughs> yeah, you could have 20 just by watching telly with your <laughs> mum. Anyway, yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. I want to get on with it, I want to get healthy again. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I'm doing all right. You look good. Thanks. I always look good, though, let's be fair. You make me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> good. So, I've finished chemo, and um, my life's ticking on gradually, uh, and you are... I'm getting married. You, you're going to get married. That's extraordinary. I know. But when you get married, right? Yeah. Because well, I got married. I know. I, I, I was yeah. there. I, oh, yeah. I know that. But when I got married, I found lots of people... Just you don't necessarily have to ask for advice. You just dish out advice. Don't, don't talk to me about advice. Genuinely, don't yeah. talk to me about it. I've got some advice. Never ask for advice. Uh, seriously, this is brilliant. The, this is this is amazing. Some of the advice that I've been given yeah. since getting engaged has been nothing short of lunacy. Mm. Right? This is one. This is absolutely brilliant. My mate comes to me the other day in work and just was like, "Ah, Alex, congratulations on the engagement." Yeah, I said, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, once, once again, we're not sure where he was from. He's from North Yorkshire. <laughs> right, okay. Most people would know that. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, and he goes, hey, I've been married 30 years. <laughs> I went, 30 years, just to correct his yeah. awful English. Yeah, terrible grammar. Uh, and he goes, I've been married 30 years, and I got the key to a happy marriage. And I said to him, I, I, tell me. I mean, tell me. It's like... A 17-year-old boy approaching David Beckham. Yeah. Give me the key to put a cross in. Yeah. Like, you want to know. You're hungry know. for info. I'm hungry. And he says this. Always say yes. Right. And the, th- the first thing I thought was, what if... What if the question is, what if does question my bum is, look big in this? <laughs> yeah. What if he asks me, have you been cheating on me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if he says to me, what if he says to me, I'm starting to feel a bit down. I want to drive the car off Clifton Bridge. Yeah. I go. And the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. Stick to the rule. <laughs> yeah. It's Stick to the rule. Thirty years of marriage. Always see. Here's another rule. Brilliant. This guy, a, a good friend of mine, turns to me and he goes, "I guess. Do you want? To, all, all my friends are from North Yorkshire, by the way. He goes, okay. Do you want a happy marriage? I went, I'd love one. Yeah, of course you do. Don't get a joint bank account because it's guaranteed divorce. Guaranteed. But he said it to me as if to say. If you jump out a parachute and you cut yourself away from the string and you plummet at ground, guaranteed death. Yeah. That's what he was like saying. Yeah. If you get job bank account, guaranteed divorce. Guaranteed. Hold on a second. I said, what if it helps with mortgage applications? Do you know what he said? Bollocks. Oh. So that's thought, he thought through response. He thought through argument. Yeah, that was it. So game over. So I've still got a joint bank account. Oh, you're right. you still got one. Oh, yeah. you, you did I, go I, I went ahead and got one. 
Even though it might guarantee you <laughs> divorce. Looking back, I think the, the you know the, the straw that broke the camel's back was the joint bank account. To be honest, yeah, nightmare. Well, that's bad advice. Let's be fair. But people just give you advice. I, I found people just dish out advice to me with regards to my health. Yeah, Reg- doesn't matter if I want it. You, any come advice. on, give me some. Give me some Is of the belters. It? Give me some of the belters. Yeah, well, one person said, uh, "Are you?" Because uh, on my type of chemotherapy I had, I'm not going to. Uh, I didn't lose my hair. It went a bit thinner, but I didn't fall out. So they told me, you're not going to lose your hair. Because like, often you do, don't you? Like yeah, yeah. Ke- chemotherapy, people associate that. And one person said, are you going to lose your hair? So I said, um, oh, no, no. And they went, all oh, right. Because if you do, I'm already thinking, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just uh, Worst know. case scenario. <laughs> yeah. So they said, yeah, so if you do, um, it's, re- it's really good when it comes back because it's really fine. And this guy was married to someone who, who had cancer. And so he said when, when her hair came back, it was just beautiful, fine hair. <laughs> oh, my goodness right, so like, me. Right, let's look no. at this from a few angles. Yeah. Firstly, <laughs> I've told you that my hair's not going to fall out. So the re- whatever you say now is entirely irrelevant. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> probably how a bloke would describe his ideal hair is not beautifully fine and... <laughs> And, and sort of silky. Hello, my name is Jackie Charlton. I love my fine, silky hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than my uh, brother's comb-over. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. People just dish out advice, don't you? And you're like, right, thanks for that. Why? Why did he do it? Why didn't he just... Don't. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. I think most people... You know, a lot of people start with a mantra of the day, you know, you know look beyond the normal or, you know, have faith that you can change humanity. Some of the big, big mantras people yeah. live under. The sort of nonsense stuff that we yeah. used to, the, the, the stuff we hate on Facebook. We hate it all, yeah. The, the image of a beach with something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah, and the eyes of man can see many a glory. Shut up. I think they should, I, I think it'll be better, I'm not saying they'll be perfect, but it'll be better for mankind if everyone left the house under this mantra, keep your mouth shut, <laughs> just that just that just and, but do you think it, then no one would ever say anything no because because people are too selfish so they will oh. def, they'll definitely say something they always so, do so in, under that under that sort of mantra your own only selfish words are spoken yeah that's right everyone yeah. else nothing it's damage control okay so just very very few very deeply selfish words, and that would sort society out. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Happy. I think you'll no, sort of... Keep problem. your mouth shut. Do you think... Is that sort of advice, big joy, you would take on board yourself, do you think? You, I'd like that, to would think... Would that help you? I'd like to think that I say what I believe. You'd like and to sometimes... you like to think it, And sometimes I say things that other people believe. <laughs> <laughs> and and other times, yeah. I say things that no one believes. No, not even you. But I will tell you this: I only say things that some people believe. <laughs> I don't even believe you've just said that. I don't know. What, I don't know what that means. But you do believe. Well, I'm not sure. Only because I'm a little bit scared of you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I actually do. It's just because you're quite aggressive. But you do believe. Anyway, so uh, were you always this aggressive? I'm not aggressive. <laughs> I'm friendly. I'm passionate. I'm curious. You are, but not I, in. I think you are quite curious. But but not you know not in. I'm curious about why ever you are ended up like you ended up. I'm I'm the result. 
of great things. All right. <laughs> that's what I read. <laughs> Which is that, that's the that's your mantra. That, I, I am walk, the result of great things. <laughs> I take that into every meeting in my job. I walk into my new job into meetings. All directors there, and I, in my head, all I hear is you whispering, "You are a result." Of great things. I don't know why you sound like that. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Boris here to tell you you're a result of great things. <laughs> yeah. Were it not for those great things, <laughs> you would be a flaccid result of a misery. <laughs> you would be but a bad memory of nothing. Yeah, you would be. You'd be. You'd be ever so disappointing. Well, you know that's the way it goes. So um, I, t- I, I was gonna. I was right. This is a bit. I don't know what this has got to do with anything, but it's something I've been thinking about recently. And I'm interested in your response on this. Oh, here we go. Um, So recently, yeah, on the incredible uh, informative programme that is This Morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got a good history with them. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a good history. And I like watching it, and Hannah watches it, and, you know, so anyway. But it's because I've been off, though, isn't it? It's because I've been ill. Yeah. Been on chemo, haven't I? So I get to watch this morning. Hey, mate, if you're on chemo, you get to watch whatever you want. Exactly, yeah. Nobody tells me not to watch this morning. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Anyway, no one cares. That's why no one tells me not to do that. <laughs> no one cares. Not that people are, think I deserve to watch this morning. Just no one gives a toss what that's I right. watch on TV. That's right. Anyway, that's right. so, but there was a quite famous thing recently, wasn't there, on it? It got on, and got on all of A woman. That woman. Yeah, that woman. Katie Hopkins. Wasn't she like off the, the, the apprentice yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Posh so woman, she was, yeah. I mean, like she's annoying before anything has happened. She is the, unlike she, you. She's the result of bad things. <laughs> she's got the ability to put me on the back foot from hello. Yeah, she's just she's off to a, a she's on a losing wicket, right? Anyway, so she's on this, and they're talking about children's names. Yeah, and she says that she would. She basically doesn't let her kids play with other kids who've got certain types of names. What? What do you mean? <laughs> so, what do you mean? So, like, um, basically, chaffy names. That's what she's getting at. So, if, if someone's... She said if someone's called, like, I don't know, Chantel or something yeah. like that, or Shanice or something. Anything with a shh in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Travis. Yeah, or I know, yeah, yeah. Trevor, Kevin. Okay. Um, they're out. She's not going to let them play. What about Trevor Sinclair, the left winger for England? What a player. What about him? She'd probably let her children play with him. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so she's, she's like, no, I definitely wouldn't. So she judges people on their names, yeah? Um, but what do you... I, I can't predict in my own head what, you, what your reaction is. Do you think that you should be able to play with anyone if you're a kid? Or do you think, nah, nah, you can actually sort of tell. If someone is, if you've got a kid called Chibata, <laughs> it's likely that that person is... Probably you don't want your kid playing with Chibata. Okay. What about Beyonce? I, for, for me... A white girl called Beyonce. <laughs> for me, what's in a name? Yeah. yeah. For me, I think to myself that most of the friends I had growing up were imaginary, and I named them. <laughs> so, yeah, so names are quite important to you, though. Yeah, yeah, but I was friends with them before I named them. Were you? My, I was close friends. Sometimes... Well, for you my, never asked their name before. No, my one imaginary friend, um, Gim Lang, who basically his job was to collect the ants and all the insects from the lettuce leaves, right? When, when did you meet him? In my head. But when? How old were you? About six. And you met this guy in your head. Yeah, because I just had lettuce for the first time. I thought, lovely. And my mother said, "Yeah, but uh, some of the insects like to eat lettuce." <laughs> 
<laughs> and in my head, I thought, imagine if there was a guy who could, Get could rid stop them. rid of him. But I was friends with him yeah. long before I named him. And Gam Lang. I think, Gam Lang, I think that the answer is let's all of us lose our names. <laughs> Nobody have a name. Do you, do you know, what I'm imagining now is you being the other guest on this morning with this guy, <laughs> this crazy toff who's got all these bizarre judgmental opinions and then you come on and say most of my friends are imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to imagine her dealing with this. Yeah, and but you are all seriousness. You're like, let me tell you about Gim Lang. And imagine if I told her about my imaginary friends, Slammy, Bim Song, Boom Song, Shank, Gonk, Ronky Tonk, Bim Lang and Rang Lang, right? <laughs> I told her about them. And then after... What about I, Ratman and all that? Oh, well, boy, boy, you, boy, Slammy, Shank, Long, they've all, they've all had days in the glory, but time is up. These are all your imaginary friends. I got about 400. Anyway, oh imagine if I told her about 25 of them. Yeah. And then I just, I, then I just licked her face. Yeah, then that, that, that would be game over. For her. Although she, she does look like she, she's probably the kind of... She's saying she's judgmental, so I'm going to react by being judgmental. She looks like a horsey person. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? She looks like the kind I of know. person who'd wear jodhpurs and a gilet, and she'd probably just, like is used to getting her face licked by a horse. Yeah. So if you were to do that, she probably wouldn't even react. She would react. And then, the, then I, could, I could prove my point. How would you do that? <laughs> because my point is this. It doesn't matter if you don't like someone's name yeah. or if you give names to imaginary friends. You're both friends. Man, you are on fire today with the absolutely innocuous comments, <laughs> aren't you? You're just completely <laughs> void of any meaning this evening. <laughs> What, what, what is in that glass that you're drinking? Water. Is it? Just pure water. Water with some whiskey in it. Uh, some sort of like malt type water. Yeah, but it's mainly water. Malted milk. That's what they call it. Yeah. So, um, anyway, how many episodes in this series are we going to do, do you reckon? Because we did, what did we do? Nine or ten or something like that? I think in about season? ten last season, yeah. I reckon we just do about ten. Um, but people listen to it and people react in different ways. Um, I had a guy the other day walk up to me in a, in a meeting. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. It was a you know like a business meeting sort of thing. Guy walks up to me and he goes, um, "You're Alex Wilmot. You are Big Joe." And I was <laughs> like, "I am actually, yeah." And, and he goes, "I just want to say, I listen to you all the time." Yeah. And I started getting a bit freaked out to be honest. Yeah. I started so you thinking, to your head. The fame gone to your head. No, I don't think it's fame. It's more shame. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shame of our podcast. Well, not, not your 50% of the input, my no. 50%. You're proud of that, of my 50%. I'm proud of your, I'm like, a, like an old man turning going, but I'm, I'm proud. But I'm proud of your 50%, so that makes 100%. It is, but you weren't there when I met this guy. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> I should have been there. You should have been there, and, and I had to fend him off. Mm. Um, but people react in all sorts of ways. Some people, and here's one, are a fan of ours, uh, Richard Penniston. Oh, what a guy. What a great human being. Yeah. Um, him and his wife yeah. were listening to this, this podcast in the car. Yeah. Modern technology. No, what a, the way the world has gone, anything can happen nowadays, I including rule, listening to our stupid thoughts. Rule nothing out, yeah. that's what I say. And he was listening <laughs> to it in his car with his wife. Kids in the back. Yeah. Small children, mind. Yeah, small children, yeah. And... Uh, they had to turn it down because they said the content 
was getting a little bit inappropriate. Bit, what were we talking about? I have no idea. But then they turned it back up when we passed a certain bit of speech that was inappropriate. Oh. So now, for me, I listened to that and I thought, I want to keep him on his toes because I want to speak something inappropriate right. really quickly so his children hear it there and then. Okay. So he thinks he's listening at the moment. He thinks everything's fine. Penis! Oh. <laughs> now, let... wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we going to have to edit this out? I've or you, never, you just saying the first part I of his name? Because he'll be annoyed if, you were, uh, if that's what you were doing. I'm just saying the first part of his name. Peniston. Yeah, but that's not, they've changed the family name now. It's Penny. How do you Penny know? Stan. How do you know they've changed their family name? I, yeah, because I talked to him about it. Bar no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His grandfather's changed the name. Changed the spelling. So that it's Penny Stan. Fair See, enough. You, you've got nothing on him. I got nothing. I'll say in other words. Don't say anything, otherwise no, we won't be able to use this episode. You can, you can keep the volume up. You can keep the volume up. I'm not going to say anything bad, boobies. <laughs> Man, this podcast has spiralled down into the depths of of anything. Yeah, really, hasn't it? We've lost no, it. That I mean, for me, that's it. I'm not going to say anything offensive, David Cameron. Yeah, but that is probably the worst thing you said all evening, in my opinion. And you've revealed your true colours to I me. have. My, my colours have never been hidden. <laughs> Superb. But anyway, um, now, this evening I feel a little bit weird. And it's partly due to the fact that I've had too much tramadol. What's tramadol? For the, for the man who's never been on a tram, a doll, what is tramadol? <laughs> yeah, tramadol is basically, in terms of painkillers, you've got uh, paracetamol, then you've got cocodamol, then you've got codeine... And then you got tramadol, so it's quite heavy painkillers. Right. So um, it's nice to see you both this evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I'm a little bit feeling like that. But well, the, the, no, no, but the real reason why I'm feeling like this is because it looks like England have just not won against Australia in the final test. But they have won the Ashes. They have won the Ashes and won three nil. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah? But they only lost because these stupid umpires. And you're, and you're disappointed with that. I'm not disappointed with 3 0. No, but you're disappointed with. I'm disappointed with the fact that we only needed 30 runs off 28 balls. And you. And they didn't give us the chance well, to do that. Well, Luke Smith. Yeah. I want to. I want to better your mood. Oh, yeah. How are you going to do that? You don't know what's going to happen next. No. Um, here we are in my house. Yeah, just in your loft. Yeah, just enjoying life. And um, it's hard for me to say this, but you know, when when you know, when you got bowel cancer, yeah, I mean, that's bad, isn't it? Right, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you can. Yeah, but it's hard as you know, you're, you you and I, best mates. You're my best man. Yeah, do you mean? I'm gonna be your best man. That's my best man. That's right. With the old bomber, with with our good friend Daniel Baldwin, aka Bomb Squad. That's his nickname because he looks like he should be in the Bomb Squad. It's very self-explanatory. Pumba. Pumba, he's got many nicknames. Yeah. Sex bomb, I've never called him that. Anyway, when I found out you got bowel cancer, yeah. I was gutted. Were you? I was literally. I know. Gutted. I know. And that's why it was hard for me to say that I was gutted, because I knew that you were literally gutted. Yeah. And I know a lot of people just sort of found it very difficult to, to convey how how distraught they were. Because because we need to be strong for you. Mm. And that's that's odd. I'd be honest with you now. That's very odd. And I've been thinking and praying and you know, podcasting with you throughout the whole of this weird time. Yeah, strange, yeah. It's been really strange. And and I wanted to give you a gift. 
Really? Yeah, I want to give you a gift. But what do you give to a guy who's... Who's got cancer? <laughs> he's just... We've beaten cancer, beaten chemo, here we go, you know, looking good. You, you can't give him you know, a box of chocolates. Yeah, but I, I'd, eat, I'd eat chocolate. No, you, yeah. prob- you probably could, but, yeah. you know, I can't give you, you know, a new colon. No, no, that's, that is a fact, yeah. I can't... Think so. And do you know what I thought... So I, as soon as I think about this, I started thinking, how many gifts have I been given that I've forgotten? You know, if someone turned to me and said, do you remember that bottle of wine I bought you three years ago? I'd say no. Yeah. Do you remember that box of chocolates I bought you five years ago? No, I have absolutely no idea who you are. <laughs> you know? and how can you give a gift to someone and guarantee they're going to remember it? Yeah. How are you going to do it? Well, I've learned something for you. Is it this house? <laughs> I'm not giving you my house. Sadly... But if I had the money, I would give it to you. And, and I know you know I would. You've learned something from it. I've learned something for you. I'm just going to keep myself in check here. But uh, you're going to have to calm down for the next sort of minute and 20 seconds. <laughs> and uh, just sort of settle down. Just right. settle down. Okay. And just, uh, just in, fact, in fact, take a seat. Oh, I'm He's... literally going to just go a little bit further away from the microphone to sit very comfortably. And what I wanted to learn for you was something that I know that you'd remember. I'm not saying it's any good. I'm not saying that people will remember it. I'm not saying anyone's going to even listen to it. <laughs> but I know you will remember it. I'll remember this. So here we go. Figaro, son qua, Figaro. Son qua, Figaro qua, Figaro la, Figaro qua, Figaro la, Figaro su, Figaro giù, Figaro su, Figaro giù. Pronto battissimo, so galafonno, so la fatotem della città, della città, della città, della città, della città. Abra me Figaro, brava me Missimo, abra me Figaro, brava me Missimo, foto nettissimo, foto nettissimo, foto nettissimo, per verità. Abra me Figaro, brava me Missimo, abra me Figaro, brava me Missimo, foto nettissimo, foto nettissimo, foto nettissimo, per verità. Sono il fatotem della città. Sono fatota della città, della città, della città, della città. Hey! <laughs> That's hysterical. So you learned that? I thought, you know, we'd remember it. I will remember that, and I think that's the most appropriate way to get out of my England ashes mood, yeah. and also out of my tramadol-induced stupor, and uh, enter me into a world of ecstasy. That's right. No, not the actual... Yeah. I just thought, you know, have a go on it, have a go on it. Hey, that is impressive. Good. That's really impressive. <laughs> good. good. voice as well. Fact, well I, you, know, I, I, you know, I've never been very good, but I've been able to belt a song out. Yeah, that was good. Well, you could... You could uh, Make some more people laugh by doing. I was going to say you could make a living by doing that, but let's be honest, you probably couldn't make a living doing that. No, you, you unless I make... went round all the hospitals and said, "Has anyone got bowel cancer?" Yeah. Does anyone want to get over that <laughs> disappointment? Yeah, very good, very good. Thanks. I wonder what else you could learn for me. <laughs> and here we go. The door is open. The door is wide open. That's good. I'm impressed. Seriously good. impressed. Well, that's good news. Thanks very much. Oh, listen, we've got to wrap this one up, haven't we? Ooh. we got a time for a quick shotgun. TV shotgun. Shoot him in the face, metaphorically. Yeah, okay. Let's, um, let's do that right now. Now, I'll kick off. I've, um, I've got a... Well, now, for, for me, on this, in this instance, it's not a person. It's a programme. It's a TV shotgun program. I mean, a little bit that's like, a lot of bullets. It's a lot of bullets, and it's. Uh, but what I'm going to do is have them quite close together, 
so that the shot from the gun will take them all out. Fair. Right, so very fair. Um, but uh, now, on a Saturday morning, I yeah. like to get up. What time? Well, I would like to get up slightly later, but because we have kids, I, you know, I like to get up at about six. That's early. So, so I get up and wish I could watch Transworld Sport. Yeah, I used to love that, watching yeah. Transworld Sport. You can't watch that anymore, it's not no, on. No. Anyway... So I like do the kids' breakfast and all that, and then by the time you like got it, you've had your shower, you've had your breakfast, you've done all the this, that, and the other. All the chores have been completed. Exactly. By that time, Saturday kitchen lives on. I've now, seen this. I've seen this. That guy James, whatever he's called. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I like. I like that. I like that program. I like the. I like the bit where they got to make the omelette really quickly. The yeah. chefs have got to do it. I like it's a good challenge because you think it's got to be an omelette. If it's just sort of raw egg, then it fails. But they've got to do it quickly. It's good. I like yeah. the guests they have on there. They have some members of the public. They have some famous people. Yeah. They're the chefs. I like the bit from Rick Stein, although he's a bit of a miserable so-and-so. Yeah. But, you know, I like this programme. Yeah. Now, I think it's on ITV, or it might even be on Five. There's another programme, which is obviously trying to rival it, and it's called Sunday Brunch. Saturday brunch. Oh, Saturday brunch. Saturday brunch. Saturday brunch. Saturday brunch. It was Sunday. No, Sunday brunch with Tim Lovejoy. Right now, that is a horrendous program. Yeah, it is so awkward. They, I'm almost saying they haven't. Th- I mean, it's more awkward than Boris and Pictorial. Yeah, they've done, they've done less preparation than we have. We have no idea what we're going to talk about, which is why sometimes it's a bit dull. It's but never dull. Sometimes it's duller than others. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> It's a bit like Animal Farm, isn't it? No, I've never seen it, never well, read it. All all Boris and Big Jaws are funny, but some are funnier than others. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, everyone is born equal. Yeah, we all are. That's a fact. Um, but this programme is just boring, so I just want to get rid of it. They, they need to prepare more and do more hard work in, like... You know, getting you interested in the food—it's just—it's just rubbish. I can't really explain it more than that. It's just rubbish. It's not as good as Saturday Kitchen. And get the way gun ready then. They should—they should just do a different type of program get instead of gun. trying to do something similar. Okay, the gun's out. I'm out not going to. Cha- I'm not going to challenge this. Right. You crack on. You let me do it. Yeah. You crack on. No faffing about Sunday brunch, Saturday brunch, whatever your name is. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> A very clean kill. Yeah. A very clean kill. Metaphorically removed a programme from the schedule. So for me, I drive to work. Yeah. Like many people. Yeah, I mean, let's be fair that you're not saying you stand out from the crowd. No, I'm just one of many. Yeah. And um, I'm in my Fiesta, and I'm driving, and I've got to put the radio on. You've got to put the radio You've on. You've got to do that. <laughs> it's just one a fact. Way. Another reason of you're not standing out the crowd. I'm not, not. I'm one of many people. And do you know what? I'll I'll press the the first digit that's on the little buttons on my radio, yeah. which is number one. Yeah, and I put radio one on. Radio one, yeah. Radio one, once and that's fine. Once again, you're going with the crowd here. I'm going with the crowd. Now, you know, about a year ago, year and a half ago, I I, I do this. I've done this for years. And a, a gentleman in his thirties called Chris Moyles was was DJing, yeah. and sometimes I found him a little bit offensive. Sometimes I found him a little bit annoying, but. Generally, he was a very entertaining presenter. Yeah, very good, yeah. And he would introduce songs I was very passionate about. I like band music. I like singer-songwriters. I like people who can make a beat. I like good music. And yeah. then they made a decision, uh, the, the bosses at Radio 1, uh, to employ a man called Nick Grimshaw. 
Yeah, I've come across this guy and he, he winds me up too. I, I, I think, can already sense myself not challenging this. Yeah, I think the word grim yeah. in his name, it just consists of everything he's become. Nicky Grimm's. I just find it awful. Brothers Grimm. <laughs> Brothers Grimm. Oh, my word. Uh, and, and I listen to it and he'll be talking and everything he says... And I'm just saying, I, I'm still waiting for the one word he says that doesn't offend me. But every <laughs> single thing he says reminds me of a grey day in Thomastown Park when no one would play football with me. Oh. <laughs> so after all this Figaro stuff where you've got me pumped up, you've got to flatten me by, but by don't how worry. accurate you are. Uh, uh, his dullness. But don't, is, but don't worry. Yeah, go on. I've got an MP5 machine gun here. Wait, wait a second, because I've got a bit of advice before you kill it, which you should do. Metaphorically. Yeah. You, it's time for you to come of age. It's time for you to turn over to Radio 2 and Chris Evans, because he's funny. And he'll remind you of TFI Friday. Yes. Um, and all those classic days of ginger productions. You, you, you're in that generation. I'm okay with turn that. It, turn it over. Radio I'm, 2 time. Well, let's, let me draw a line. Yeah. And this is how I'm going to draw a line. I'm going to draw a line under the Radio 1. Here we go. Let me just uh, make sure the sight is in. Yeah, that's him gone. See you later, Grimmers. Brothers Grimm, what? Now, uh, how are we going to finish it? We sometimes finish the podcast with a noise, with a thought. Yeah. What are we going to do today? I can say every single county in Wales in one second. In one second? Yeah. There's not that many counties, is there? No, there's quite a lot. Yeah. But I'm going to say them all in one second, and then we'll finish it. Okay, I can't imagine how this is going to go. Right, go.